0: Up the trumpet and loud let it ring, Jesus is coming again. Cheer up, the pilgrims, be joyful and sing, Jesus is coming again.
1: From Los Angeles, California, we present the program of the voice of prophecy, a voice crying in the wilderness of these latter days, prepare ye the way of the Lord.
0: Coming again. Jesus is coming again.
2: Good evening, America, and all listeners everywhere. As their first number tonight, in harmony with the spirit of the day, the King's Heralds will sing when they ring the golden bells. There's
0: a land beyond the river. All the sweet forever And we only reach that shore by fate's decree One by one we'll gain the portals There to dwell with the immortals When they ring the golden bell Don't you hear the bells now ringing? Don't you hear the angels singing? Here's a glory, hallelujah, jubilee, jubilee. In that part of sweet. you hear the bells now ringing, don't you hear the angels singing, is a glory hallelujah jubilee, jubilee, in that far off sweet forever, just beyond the shining river, When they ring the golden bell For you and me. O Lord, our Father in heaven, upon the broadcast tonight and upon all those who listen, we beseech thee to guide our president and all who are in authority. We pray especially for the mothers of the world and for all the boys and girls who are separated from home and loved ones. Bless them tonight, we pray in Christ's name. There is a place of quiet rest near to the heart of God. sin cannot molest near to the heart of
1: God. Oh, Jesus, blessed Redeemer, sent from the heart of God. Hold us who wait before thee, near to the heart of God.
0: Amen.
2: In our endeavor to stir up a national interest in the study of God's word in these disturbing times, We offer you again tonight our free Radio Bible Correspondence Course of 26 lessons on the major doctrines and prophecies of the Bible. Remember, in cooperation with the Christian record, we are also offering this wonderful course in the Braille for the Blind. We wish you could see these splendid lessons. We wish you could see the personal interest taken in each paper. We wish you could read the hundreds of unsolicited letters of appreciation coming in every week about this free Bible correspondence course. I'm sure that if you could see these things that thousands of you would enroll immediately. This very evening, won't you write a letter to us saying, please enroll me in your free radio Bible correspondence course. And remember our address, The Voice of Prophecy, Box 55, Los Angeles, California.
0: She's a little old-fashioned That sweet mother of mine There are many whose beauty Will my mother's outshine She's a little old-fashioned As I plainly can see But she is little old-fashioned, but she's sweeter each day. I adore her plain features and her thin locks of grace. There's a glory around her. God abides, it may be. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And now, the Voice of Prophecy. Are you listening, radio friends? If you are, you hear today, more than any other times of the year, the name Mother. Twenty-eight years ago, in May 1914, Congress passed a resolution calling upon the President of the United States to designate the second Sunday in May as Mother's Day. The name of Jesus, our Savior, is the holiest name known on earth today. As the old song says, dearest name in earth or heaven, sweetest name my heart hath known. By the Father it was given to his well-beloved Son. Next to the name of Jesus, Mother is the sweetest word on earth. The world's first mother looked down into the eyes of the world's first baby. What a moment that was. This must be the Redeemer God has promised, she thought the seed of the woman to bruise the serpent's head, the Messiah to lead us back to Eden. Our paradise lost will be paradise regained. So she said, I have gotten a man, the man, from the Lord. Genesis 4.1. So he was called gotten or acquired or came, for that's what the word means. And think of that mother's heartbreak. and the child's sin every mother suffers most, there and then began the silent constancy of mothers. A mother's heartbreak over a wandering boy began in Eden. Friends about a mother's love and courage and devotion and quenchless hope. No one knows that who hasn't gone through the experience. In Genesis 3.20 we read, "And Adam called his wife's name Eve because she was the mother of all living. Greatest man in the Old Testament, no doubt, was Moses. His influence touched not only his day but every day since. But Now think of Moses' mother; she defied the bloody decree of Pharaoh, saved her baby's life, hid him three months from the executioners, out there in the little ark among the bulrushes. Then the Egyptian princess came along, divinely guided to the spot, and discovers the baby. Turn to Exodus 2. The daughter of Pharaoh came down to wash herself at the river. Her maidens walked along by the river's side, and when she saw the ark among the flags, she sent her maid to fetch it. Then the next verse. And when she had opened it, she saw the child, and behold, the babe wept. Who can resist? Beautiful baby, in tears and in need. And she had compassion on him and said, this is one of the Hebrew children. Her heart just melted. She determined right there to save him by adopting him as her own son. His quick-witted sister Miriam, as an interested bystander, unknown to the princess, said, Shall I go and call to thee a nurse of the Hebrew women, that she may nurse the child for thee? Then she brings his own mother as a nurse. Take this child away, she said, and nurse it for me, and I will give thee thy wages. God heard that mother's prayer. Her faith was rewarded. How she was careful to instruct that boy, to teach him to pray, to educate him in the scriptures, to prepare him for his life work, so that when he went to the royal court, he wouldn't be led astray by the idolatry and sin and corruption of that wicked, heathen country. She showed him the folly of idolatry. She kept the boy just as long as she could, but, of course, she had to give him up when he was 12 years old. And from his humble cabin home, he was taken to the royal palace to the very daughter of Pharaoh, and he became her son. But even here, he didn't lose the impressions received in childhood. You know, friends, the lessons learned at his mother's side could not be forgotten. They were a shield from the pride, infidelity, and vice that flourished amid all the splendor of the court. How far-reaching and its results was the influence of that one Hebrew woman, and she was an exile and a slave. The whole future life of Moses, the great mission which he fulfilled as the leader of Israel, and all his influence down to the ages, think of it, friends, testifies to the importance of the work of the Christian mother. There's no work in the world that can equal that. To a great extent, every mother molds in her own hands the destiny of her children. She's dealing with developing minds and characters, working not alone for time, but for eternity. She's sowing the seed that will spring up and bear fruit either for good or for evil through all the ages. The impressions now made upon their developing minds remain with them all through life. That's why it's so important that parents direct the minds of their children toward Christianity. Let every mother feel that her moments are priceless her work will be tested in the solemn day of accounts. Then it will be found that many of the failures and crimes of men and women have resulted from the ignorance and neglect of those whose duty it was to guide their childish feet in the right way. Then it will be found that many who have blessed the world with the light of genius and truth and holiness owe the principles that were the mainspring of their influence and success to a praying Christian mother. Why, well, you know, Moses' mother, she was really the emancipator of Israel. Do you have any literary work? Do you do any literary work? Asked a neighbor of the mother. Oh, yes, I'm writing two books. What are their titles? John and Mary, she answered. My business is to write upon the minds and hearts of my children the lessons they'll never forget. Out in Forest Lawn Memorial Park, not far from Los Angeles, there's a garden called The Mystery of Life. Within this statuary garden stands one figure called Motherly Tenderness, a mother clasping her babe to her breast child just snuggles close as though he feels the very presence of God in the haven of his mother's arms. His mother's face is lighted with a radiant glow. Only the memory of a devoted mother could have inspired the great Italian architect, Fattorini, to carve such a beautiful statue. The inscription pays this tender tribute to mothers. When things went wrong, mother made them right again. That's the memory which dwells forever, like a lilting melody in the heart of man. That's the message Of motherly tenderness. Mother's caress drives away fear, cures barked shins and stubbed toes and heals broken hearts. The tenderness of her caress, the soft touch of her hand, the sunshine of her smile. Oh friends, what they mean to us all. This great sculptor and artist saw that. Among the many letters come to our radio office, the other day there was one from a woman who cherished the memory of her mother. She closed the $5 gold piece, and this is the story she told of it. I have treasured this coin because it's been such a precious symbol of past association. To me, it is of sentimental value only. Long ago, my grandmother gave a hen and chickens to my brother and me. After a time, Mother sold them for us and they brought $30, paid in gold in those days. Later, when there were six of us children instead of two, Mother divided the $30 among us, each receiving $5. I never could find a cause that I felt was worthy of my keepsake until I heard about your work, your broadcast. Some inner voice seems to urge me to give it to the voice of prophecy. And now, in honor of this coming Mother's Day, I dedicate this coin to the advancement of the work of God in preparing all people for his glorious return. Because she went for me down to the gates of death and thought not of herself but me alone, because ere since that day her every breath has been a prayer for me, that I, when grown, might follow in the footsteps of the one who walked so long ago by Galilee, a burdened prayer that I might ever strive to be as humble, pure, and kind as he, because she toiled unceasingly through all the years in weariness and pain that I could not know, with not a murmur for the many tears my wayward deeds so often caused to flow. Because she understood me better far than I myself could ever understand. Because her faith in me, like guiding star, steadied my feet and strengthened heart and hand. Because her cheer and tender sympathy were strewn along the stony path she trod, because of her undying love for me, I better comprehend The love of God. Dear friends, you know the story of Samuel's mother, how she made him a little coat every year. But a mother does more than merely clothe the body of her child. She forms his habits, clothes the soul for glory and immortality or for degradation and death. And the coat of character is never worn out. She forms it like Samuel's, thread by thread, stitch by stitch, Many modern mothers would do well to follow the example of Samson's mother. She did not poison her body with alcohol or any unclean thing before her child was born. You read in Judges, the 13th chapter. I do not ask, is it right, but simply, is it fair to bring a new life into the world, handicapped by a racial poison, alcohol? Is it fair to start baby by out on his first day of life with a tobacco heart? real motherhood means consecration of spirit, mind, and body. For her self-sacrifice, someday her children will rise up and call her blessed. You remember when Jesus was dying upon the cross? The most precious gift that he could leave with his beloved disciple John was his mother. Into his keeping, Jesus tenderly committed his mother. Turn to John 19, 25. Now there stood by the cross of Jesus his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Cleophas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciples standing by whom he loved, he saith unto his mother, Woman, behold thy son. Then saith he to that disciple, Behold thy mother. And from that hour the disciple took her into his own home. You know, Mary must have been a wonderful mother. Among all those of earth, God chose her to be the earthly mother of the beloved son, the holy being left heaven to nestle beneath a mother's heart only as love prepared her for the task. While Mary couldn't always understand, she loved to the end. She didn't forsake him at the cross when others fled. Her heart was wrung with anguish as she stood at the foot of the cross and looked into the face of her dear son who could not come down. At this critical moment, Jesus lovingly committed his mother to the care of his disciple, John. Think of it. What a blessing she must have been in the home of John. And what a blessing an aged Christian mother is in any home. Not a burden, but a blessing. I wish I could tell you all the wonderful things I've collected tonight about mothers. But we just don't have time. If you send for a copy of the talk tonight, you'll have them all. You know, once a little girl asks her mother to let her have a little party for her friend next door... The other two little girls sat out there with broken cups and trying to have a little dinner together. And the little girl who lived there said, you know, this cup's broken, but but she says, you know, it's got an awful lot of loving in it. The other little girl said, yes, that's why I like to come to your house, because your house is very full of loving. You know, dear friends, any home that's full of lovings will be the children's paradise. It's the mother's task to see that the loving spirit reigns and keep her own heart sunny and sweet. The radio mothers listen. The stream can't rise higher than its source, and the source of life is in the mothers. Just as true spiritually as physically, what you are trains and influences your child far more than what you command or order. What you are is largely what he will be. Mothers friends of the voice of prophecy, give yourselves to Christ tonight. Then you can lead your child to him. It's never too late to start. Even yet much can be done. He who knows a mother's desire to train her child aright, and for God says in Ezekiel 36, a new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you, and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you an heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes. Ye shall keep my judgments and do them. Here is a power within the reach of every mother. It may be had only by asking and believing that he is faithful at promise. Boys and girls, we're all boys and girls in our own hearts. We're fortunate, we're blessed if we have a praying mother. If your mother is living, tell her you love her. And prove it to her by your life. If she's far away, write her. Write her tonight. Not only on Mother's Day, though, but often every day that you can. For every day is Mother's Day. Her love and prayers are worth everything to you and me. I grieve, my Lord, from day to day. Scorned his love so full and free. Though I wandered far away, my mother's prayers have followed me. Or desert wild or mountain high A wanderer I chose to be A wretched soul Condemned to die still Mother's prayers have followed me He turned my darkness into light This blessed Christ of Calvary I'll praise his name both day and night That mother's prayers have followed me I'm coming home. I'm coming home to live my wasted life anew. For mother's prayers have followed me, have followed me the whole world through. Wherever you are tonight listening in, won't you respond to the blessed pleading of the Holy Spirit? Your mother's prayers are still following you. She may have fallen asleep in Christ, but those prayers are still knocking the heart of God. And he'll never forget if you let him. Will you? God bless you. God bless everyone who's listening in tonight. And help them to turn to Jesus and fulfill their mother's prayers. In Christ's name, amen.
0: Jesus, my friend, forever Sweet is thy love nothing our heart shall severed, ever thine own I'll be. I shall tell the story with the
2: redeemed of You've been listening to the coast-to-coast Coast broadcast of The Voice of Prophecy. We are happy to offer you a free copy of tonight's special Mother's Day address. We hope thousands of you will write for the full manuscript. Many of you will want to write for it and send it to your mother's. Write your request direct to the Voice of Prophecy, Box 55, Los Angeles, California. We want to re-emphasize tonight this very important announcement, that we have obtained a wonderful book entitled, Our Paradise Home, which we will send to all of our sustaining members during the month of May. This beautiful book deals with the whole subject of heaven and the life hereafter, and it answers a host of such questions as, Where is heaven? Is heaven real? And will we know one another there? In these war-torn days, this comforting book, Our Paradise Home, will have a universal appeal. It is being given with our compliments to all May sustaining members. Friend listening in tonight, have you had a part in this great work of faith? Your lift is so much appreciated. And remember, in no other way will a dollar go so far in carrying a message of hope to the millions. And when you send your gift, Please offer a prayer for the voice of prophecy. Will you send a letter tonight to us, Box 55, Los Angeles, California. Join us again next Sunday
1: at the same time over the same Station. Our subject then will be, must we belong to a church in order to be saved. And now all friends in Southern California, a special message to you. Listen to this unusual offer. Those who personally visit the radio reading room located at 540 West 6th Street in Los Angeles, 540 West 6th, will receive a beautiful book of our radio sermons absolutely free. This book will be presented to you with the compliments of the voice of prophecy without any charge whatsoever. But don't put it off. They're going fast. Remember the address, the radio reading room at 540 West 6th Street in downtown Los Angeles. Have faith in God, dear mothers everywhere. Have faith in God for he who your burden share. Have faith in God who hears a mother's prayer. Have faith, dear friend, in God. And so as we've dedicated this program tonight to all the mothers of America and of the world, we trust that every listener right his mother if she's living and will respect all mothers and pray for them. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace.